Thank you. Let's just remain standing and think about what we've just seen. You know, a year ago, we met and we made faith promises. We committed to missions, faith promises. And a year later, we're having a report on what our faith promise giving has done. And it's amazing. I mean, um, it's amazing. So let's thank the Lord, and then let's open our hearts tonight for just a few minutes as I just want to bring a short teaching. Father, we are grateful. We see, you know, not just the whole project here, but we're also seeing individuals, lives, uh, children, and desperate people. And we just are so grateful, Jesus, that you love them and that you identify with the poor and the prisoner and you identify, Lord, with the homeless. And uh, Lord, what a savior you are to us and yet what a heart you have for uh, a broken world. And so we're grateful. And I pray now, Father, in these next few minutes that you would speak to us, that our hearts would lay hold of this uh, teaching tonight and that we would continue I pray would, that we would continue to please you because I believe that everything we've just seen on this screen, I believe it pleases you and I believe it's your work and I thank you for our part in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. You can be seated. I'm reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. Now thanks be to God. And thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. And through us, and this is my thought tonight, and this is my talk tonight. I've titled this message this evening, Through Us. Through Us. And through us, so here, here thanks, thank you, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. And through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place we have just seen on that screen. A diffusing of perfume, a perfume, a fragrance, a beautiful life fragrance has come to people through the knowledge of Jesus Christ. But how did it come? Through us. I want us to think about what God does in the earth. He does through us. Through us. The Good News Bible says God uses us to make the knowledge about Christ spread everywhere like a sweet fragrance. How many believe the gospel is the hope of the world? How many believe that gospel is the power of God unto salvation to anyone who will believe it anywhere? But how is the gospel, how is it diffused? Or, or how is it, how does it get to people? Through us. Through us. N.T. Wright said, salvation is not simply God's gift to people. It's God's gift through people to the wider world. Yes, it is to us, and we're so grateful, and we, we rejoice in their victory, and we rejoice in great triumph, but for the rest of the world, it's through us. 
to us and then through us. At one time, God appealed to us. Now, God appeals through us. Grace came to you, and now grace comes through you. Kindness came to you, and now kindness comes through you, through us, to us, and through us. This is God's plan. This is God's way. This is God's will. This is his master plan. This is why when we are born again, as Peter was talking about, we get saved, we get born again, and we still stay here. We don't get born again and go outside and get on the glory bus, and now we've made it for eternity. Let's go, let's go. Let's go to the realms of God. Let's go to the, you know what? We get saved, and we're still right here. Why? Because this salvation is not just to us. Now for the rest of the world, it is through us. Through us. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8, God will generously provide all you need. How many believe that? Then, so that's to you. God will generously provide all you need. To you. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others through you. As the scriptures say, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Who? Who's he talking about? Who are the they that share freely and give generously to the poor? It's you. It's you. And this is what we're reporting this evening. This is what a brilliant report from Mitch. To just lay it out for us so clear and so simple and and yet so amazing. The scripture says, they shall freely give generously to the poor. And their good deeds, whose good deeds? Your good deeds. They will never, they will be remembered forever. We think about what we've done this year, but in two weeks we're getting ready to plan for this, this past year, and now we're getting ready to plan, you know, for this year. We're going to have a missions conference. We're going to do faith promises. We're going we're gonna to step up again we, because, because the, world, the world will not know if it does not know through us. But we look back at 22, we look back at 21, and we, we don't even think about it, do we? But here's what the Bible says. They shall freely give generously to the poor, their good deeds will be remembered forever. What comes from here and goes to there will be remembered forever. And then Paul goes on to say this, for God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide in, he will provide and increase your resources. I tell you, that is the God's truth. He will provide and increase your resources. Get your basket open. Get it ready. Jesus said, you know, uh, uh, I was just watching The Chosen the other day. And he said, go get all those baskets. Anyway, never mind. It just came to, came, came to my mind. But, but, uh, but you will be enriched in every way. Expect it. But understand why. Understand why. 
You will be enriched in every way. That's to you. So that you can always be generous. That's through you. That's through you. And then here's what it says. And when we take your gifts to those who need them. Did you just see a screen full of those who need them? Here's what happens from to you to through you. When we take your gifts to those who need them, they, they will thank God. They will glorify God. They will praise God. They will say, God is good. God is great. They will say, look what the Lord has done. But it's through us. The New King James translated it like this. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness while you are enriched in everything to you for all liberality through you which causes thanksgiving through us to God. When I think about how high and how holy that calling is, that we would do these kinds of things that would cause nations or at least people groups or villages or even whole families to gather and glorify God. We are bringing glory to God when we do this. When this comes through us, they glorify God. They thank God. The English Standard Version says, which, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. So thanksgiving to God from other nations is given to him through us. God uses us. God reaches out to a tip in Mexico to a mother with three children. How does he reach out to her? How many know his heart is for her? How does he reach out to her? How is God good to her? Through us. God is good through us. And we just look what God has provided to the least and the last and the lost, we look at what God has provided this past year through us. Salvation, medication, sanitation, education, Bible translation, hospitalization, transformation, a new creation. How has this come? How has this come? It has come through us. Now much of the church today is focused on to me and for me. What God has done to me and what God has done for me. And it is amazing. It is amazing when we consider what the Lord has done in us and for us. It's amazing. We read, and God wants us to know 
He wants us to know. He wants us to understand. And we could begin to explore the scriptures and go deep in the scriptures. And we could begin to be just literally overwhelmed at what God has done in us. Look what the Lord has done in you. And look what the Lord has done for you. But a lot of the church, a lot of Christians today, they build their whole life and they encamp and their whole tent and their whole theology and their whole philosophy and their whole let's go deep in God and get deeper and deeper in the word is all about what God has done in me and what God has done for me. And we read in Colossians 1.27, to them God willed to make known What are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles? And here's the mystery, which is amazing and glorious. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Come on. Come on. We could live there. We could, we could, we could go deep there. We could, we could be overwhelmed, honestly, honestly. And, and, and we could spend our whole life focused not just on what Christ has done in you, but what Christ has done for you. I mean, I mean, in Ephesians, the first chapter, before you get to the seventh verse, you read, he has blessed us, he has chosen us, he has accepted us, he has redeemed us. And man, we haven't even begun to talk about all the other things the Lord has done for us. How good he's been to us. He's forgiven us. He's washed us. He's cleansed us. He's enabled us. He's called us. He's anointed us. What the Lord has done for us. And, and I know people who their whole life is they just want to go deeper. Let's just go deeper in what the Lord has done for me. Amen. Let's go deeper. Amen. But it's what God does through us that changes people's whole worlds. It's, yes, thank you for what Christ has done in me. Thank you for what Christ has done for me. But there is a world waiting To see what Christ will do through me and through you. And that's why there's a church in the earth. And that's why we pray, Lord, your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How do you think his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven? By the right politician and the right policy and the right persons, the right, you know, worldly idea of what a utopia should look like. And let's just get this person. Let's just get that influential person. There's only one way that God's kingdom comes. And that is through us. It is through the gospel. It is through the love and the mercy and the kindness and the generosity of those who God has given to that we would rise up and see the whole purpose of my life now is for God to give through. That God would give through us. Through us. I said this morning that we want our our children, we want our sons and our daughters to know how blessed they are. We want them to know, you know, that they're loved and that they're cared for and that they're nurtured. And, and, uh, but what we don't want to do is raise up children who only think about their heritage and not think about their legacy. See, a heritage is what's given to you. A legacy is what's given through you. And we don't want little children to grow up feeling entitled. And, well, and we're not even grateful. And the whole church can be like that sometimes. 
We just take all the things that God's given us and still live our lives our own way. There's a powerful verse of scripture in Romans chapter 8 and verse 22. And he who has ears to hear, and she has them to hear too. Romans 8, 22, for the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits, waits for the revealing of the sons of God. I believe many unreached, unloved, untold, uncovered, uncared for people are waiting, waiting, waiting for help and hope, wondering if there is another fragrance in the earth besides the fragrance of sin and death. I believe that there are others in the earth with an expectation that maybe God would come to them, that maybe God would help them, that maybe God would answer their prayer. And that help and that hope that does come to them, comes to them by God through us. Through us. Imaginations Church, we cannot just focus our faith on what God has done in us and to us and for us because it's about more than us. We must focus our faith and our finances and our fervor on what God wants to do through us. Would you stand with me? I am grateful beyond words. It literally takes my breath away when I consider what the Lord has done for me. How he has, as Peter said, how he has saved me. How he has transformed me. How my life has been rescued. And, and I'm like that lady there who says she, she doesn't know where she would be today without, you know, the miracle of God in her life. I don't know where I would be. Do you? Can you have an idea where your life would be today? You know, so we are so grateful. And we want to continue to grow in grace and wisdom and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. But you need to know that you're, you can do that forever in heaven. You just need to know that. You don't even have to be here to keep growing in that grace and in that wisdom and in that knowledge. You, do you think there will be a limit to learn the unsearchable, the unsearchable riches of Christ? Do you think there will be a limit to learn of the depth of, of the love of God? No, we have eternity. We can discover and learn and grow in everything that God has done in us and for us. But we have a small window to do what God created us to do on this planet. And that is what's going to happen through us. Through us. Because through us, the gospel goes to the nations of the world. But in heaven, we won't need that. But we need that here. We need that now. It's through us. You are not... God doesn't have plan B. God only has plan A, and that is his kingdom. His kingdom comes, and his will be done on earth. 
Jesus reminded, Stewie was praying tonight in, in our prayer meeting. If you couldn't find us, it's because we were hidden back there in the uh, other room. I had to be rerouted twice to get there. But he reminded us in his prayer tonight that Jesus said, all authority in heaven and earth is given to me. We were praying for Indonesia, and there's an election coming up there. And uh, all authority, and, and, and the Stewie just kept praying that. I kept saying, I believe that. I believe that every other authority is like cardboard authority. It's like, it's like mist authority. It's not like authority authority. He's, his is the authority. And he has a plan. And his plan is for the knowledge of the Lord to cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. His plan is for his kingdom to come and his will to be done. His plan is that the increase of his government would know no end. His plan is that nobody would perish, but everybody would be saved. Until he comes, until he comes again, or until we're gone. And you and I are how he accomplishes that plan. It's through us. It's through us. And I just pray that this thought would begin to lay hold of our life. And, you know, you may wonder, I wonder what God wants me to do with my life. You don't have to wonder what God wants you to do with your life. God wants to increase the kingdom through you. God wants to help the poor through you. God wants the gospel to go to others through you. It's, It's through us. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I, I just, it's hard for me to conceive that one local church out here in the western suburbs of Sydney could watch a video like we just watched. With impact after impact after impact after impact. And Father, I know that every single thing we saw on that screen has come through us. Through us, through our prayers, through our faith promises, through our giving, through our going all the great things, but, but God, to you, the gospel goes to them, the praise goes to you, but it comes through us. The gospel to them and the glory to you through us. And I pray you would open our eyes to help us see like we've never seen before. Give us eyes to see the eternal. Give us eyes to see the heavenly calling, the heavenly purpose, the power, the reason for the church and the earth. Governments will rise and fall. Political agendas will come and go. Nations and, and reigns and rulings and, and all, all, they will come and go. But you will build your church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And so we declare tonight that all authority in heaven and earth has been given to you, Lord Jesus. And we are here and we're saying, please continue to do a great work in us. Please continue to do a great work for us. But Lord, please continue to do a great work through us. I ask in Jesus' name, amen.